This week, the obvious question is, when did I become an adult? I'm Mike Trevisano, and each week one of the hosts, Joe Vitalik, Bob Meyer, or myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath. We invite you to help us find answers on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you like the show, and we sure hope you do, please share it or give us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. So for this week's question, Bob wonders when he, or we really, make the transition from the carefree life of a kid to the responsible life of an adult. We all know it happens at some point, but when? Does something happen that forces us into it? Do we have to do it? At some point, do we or will we get to be carefree again to whine about it? Why us? Why do we have to be the responsible ones now? Well, I'm just coming off of a of a four day camping trip with the with the kids, and you know the simple life, tents, campfires, good conversation. The f- the first time ever that my kids wake up at 6:45 at, at sunrise, <laughs> you know, and uh, out out here in in nature, and uh, you know, still re- recording actually right now out out in nature. Although now I'm in a in a house in St. Simon's Island, and uh, it feels good to to take a shower and and sleep in a bed. But one of the things that struck me being out there was uh, this whole notion of being a responsible adult. Because, you know, if I were just camping on my own, it would be, you know, a relaxing time. Nobody would be watching me or judging me. But I but I know I'd still have responsibility. And, and to give you an example, it would be picking up the trash, you know, making sure my campsite is tidy, that when I leave, I left nature the same way that I went in. And, you know, for me, maybe that's... A, something that I, I grew up with that you know pick up your own trash nobody's picking up after you uh, but I noticed with with having the group of kids with me that you know let's say they they ate something and it starts blowing away in the wind I'm the guy that starts running after it step on my step my foot on it or, or tell them hey you need to go get that but after a while it becomes kind of like exhausting like wow I, why do, why am I that guy so another example is you know the, the campfire is going low and we've got some burgers on the grill and and uh, they're not cooking as well as we want. You know, the fire's going low. It's pretty much out. So I realize we are out of charcoal lighter fluid, and there's no time to get any. I turn around, and uh, my um, 16-year-old's got the fire going again. So you know, give him mad props for that. But then I then I realize how he got the fire going is by uh, turning the insect repellent into a flamethrower. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> You know, I, I use the curse word, and I'm like, what the are you doing? <laughs> You're going to kill us all. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like the kid that's going to put a generator in their tent and then, you know, and then suck all the oxygen out of there. So this the question is about this responsible adult. Like, wh- when did that happen to me? Like, when did I be? Because I can remember doing stupid things just like my kids. But but I but I wonder if, if I'm not around, would they still do these things? I did them, and I survived. So it's, uh, yeah. Help me out, guys. Like, am I am I going overboard? Am I too much of a responsible adult? And I think you know, for me, Bob, I think it comes with growing up. And I, I often say, you know, to, to my own kids and to uh, now my grandchildren, it's so good to be a kid because you don't have to be responsible for things like that. I mean, you kind of live this life of you're in the moment. Things are happening. You don't think too much about the next thing or the impact, whatever like that. And you have this really neat life. It's just like fully present, fully present moment to moment. Whereas an adult, you start thinking about that stuff. Like you were saying before, the impact of not cleaning up your campsite. I mean, when did that become a thing? 
you know, where it's like, I got to clean up my campsite before I go, I got to pick up that piece of paper. And I think all those are good things and they're norms that maybe that's the word norms that we live with, you know, in this society, this culture, but it does put a lot of pressure on you as, as a person. When it happens, I think is when you go from that moment of, of childhood um, and for, it's probably different for a lot of different people, but you go from that younger age to that transition where you're expected to do things, to know things and participate in a certain way, and then play by the norms, the rules, whatever the society you're in di- dictates. And I'm sure in certain places, you know, I'll use an example. When I was a kid, a lot of people smoked and they had ashtrays in cars and the cigarettes, you know, they put the cigarette butt out in the ashtray and stuff like that. But it wasn't unusual to have somebody pull up in a parking lot open up the door, take the ashtray and kind of dump it next to the car. There were little piles of cigarette butts all over the parking lot. And I watched my dad do it. And I'm thinking, now here's a responsible adult, you know, years later, I didn't think of it then. Then I thought that's what everybody did. But here's a responsible adult dumping cigarette butts in a parking lot. And I looked around and people threw garbage out the windows of their car. If they were driving, you go to McDonald's, I'm like, hey, you grab the paper, throw it out the window. I think there's, there's a piece that you grow up into and it's a cultural thing. It wouldn't happen if if you didn't know any better. And I'd say those norms back then were much different than the ones uh, that we, that I live with today or the ones I see in you know society today. Hmm. Yeah. I was wondering, as you were talking, Bob, it, it made me think of that, uh, that bonding patterns thing, you know, that thing where when one role shows up, the, you know, the respect of other roles shows up. So like when a teacher shows up, a student shows up or like, it's like that Stanford prison experiment, right? Like as soon as, you know, people were, you know, the kids were dressed up like prisoners, the guards just showed up and they knew how to be guards and the prisoners knew how to be prisoners. And, and, you know, of course that got out of hand. And I wondered if you became an adult because your kids showed up, you know what I mean? And, and they put you in that role. You didn't really have any choice. (laughs) Like, you know, you just showed up and they were going to like do things, that a kid does, which, which is kind of interesting because what if you weren't there? Like you, your role wouldn't have been there, or maybe one of your kids would have assumed the parent role. So, so, you know, I don't know, one of your older daughters or something would have been like, Hey, pick that up. Or, you know, what are you starting a fire with a, you know, can of bug spray? You know, what are you doing? You know, like that, those things may have happened differently. You know, it's like when the, when the kid shows up, the adult shows up too. Yeah. I I like (laughs) that. I like that a lot. I like what both of you yeah. said because I'm thinking there are times where I question like okay well maybe that wasn't the right thing to do or that wasn't and this word responsibility is is crazy too because I think it means something to to each and every person I mean there could be some like when I give this example of what I did some parents out there would be like that is so irresponsible I we need to report him to defects because one of the things I did was you know uh, well with this this you know blazing sun out there I mean even though we had four bottles of uh sunscreen you know we blew through that and still the kids got burnt and my youngest jackson got got burned and um you know he was you know really having a hard time with everything and just complaining and and irritable we didn't have any ibuprofen so i went the old west style i've got i've got a a jet flying overboard (laughs) you know so i ordered a jet for him and i said (laughs) no what i did i went old west style and i said um you know, here's a here's a little shot of whiskey, and I didn't give him a shot of whiskey. I gave him like a little capful, and it was kind of like just to see. Okay, well, this will take his mind off the pain, and and then you know it was cinnamon whiskey, so um, you know he took a little swig of it. He really didn't even drink most of it, but his his siblings thought that he drank the whole thing, 
Um, so yeah, I, I kind of felt like, but then again, it felt good to do that to say, okay, well, I'm one of them now. I'm not, I'm not the guard anymore. I'm, I'm one of the prisoners, <laughs> you know. So I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. uh, but I still feel <laughs> tremendous amount of guilt. And when when his mom, you know, he finally talked to his mom four days later and explained, you know, that. You know, yeah, I, I had some liquor <laughs> on the trip. And, and my dad, you know, caused me to get sunburned. You know, yeah, I had to pay. I wasn't responsible at that point. So, yeah. And, you know, it's funny, Mike, what you said, it, it, I'm seeing it here with Bob. Like, uh, you know, I wouldn't describe Bob as a big kid all the time necessarily, but I can see where he could be a kid, be part of mm. the, you know, that fun thing. And then who shows up? His wife, Christy, you know, shows up. It's like, whoops, there it is. You know, it's like, mm, or yeah. if she gets to the level of that, you know, where they're all just a bunch of kids having fun, somebody will show up. You're right. I mean, something will come that will be a, a real police officer or another parent, you know, chastising you for what you've done, that kind of thing. But it's true that um, I had a brother that was like that who, you know, he was one of the one of the kids. I get accused of that every now and then, not nearly as much as he did. But, you know, oh, he's just one of the kids, you know behaving this way and and the person saying it has that power that that what you call the bonding pattern before you know is that other person saying oh wait a minute you know you can't be doing that or you know trying to trying to change the dynamic whatever's going on but what happens if there isn't that i was just thinking what happens if you got a group of kids and you got some adults that are behaving in in a childlike or childish way even better uh what happens if nobody shows up i mean do you have yeah, do you still have prison guards and that kind of thing? It's kind of what like happens? Lord of the Flies, right? <laughs> yeah, sick of that. Yeah. yeah just saying that. You know, like drop kids on an island, you know, are they forced to become, I, I, I think in a way they are, right? It goes back to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like the first thing they have to do is is they need shelter, they, they need food. So that in itself will probably cause after a few days for them to become, let's just say, responsible. That somebody's got to be the gatherer. Someone's going to be the hunter, you know, I don't know. I mean, but I, I think of the simple things, just like holding the door open for an elderly person, right? Um, mm. Like my older daughter, like there are nuggets of, of times where I think, wow, I taught them well. So one example was uh, we were, after we were done camping, we pulled up to a McDonald's just to, to, to get a drink. And I think I got breakfast. And uh, as we were like kind of getting the car situated because we had so much stuff in it, we weren't ready to go in the door. But there was an uh, elderly man that was in like one of those motorized scooters trying to get into the door and just waiting for somebody to open it. And uh, before and nobody did from the inside before I turned around, my my older daughter, Bailey, that was with us. Uh, was there holding the door for him for a couple minutes while he got situated and got in and helped him and helped him inside the restaurant. And I was like, wow, that was that was really responsible of her. If he, the word sounds weird to me, even using it, I don't I don't know if that's if it's you know having manners, doing the right thing. I I, I think like you said earlier, Joe, maybe it's just responsibility is is doing what's expected by the norm, you know. Or but for me, sometimes responsibility is just doing something good. You know, I, I like mm. that definition better. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny in a way, and, and, uh, and you didn't say this, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but to think of the concept of being an adult as a burden. You know, isn't mm -hmm. it kind of funny? Yeah. Like, in fact, I'm, you always see like this, like, I don't know, it's like this new 
catchphrase that you see on social media and stuff. I just can't adult today. Or, you know, I don't feel like adulting. You know, you, you see this, you see this all the time. And it's like, well, when did, when did it become a burden? You yeah. know? <laughs> well, yeah, you said I didn't say it, but I, I mean, I definitely thought it. That's kind of what I was thinking is when, you know, it's that, when is my time to relax? And I think for adults, it's, you know, even now uh, that we're kind of back together as a family and we're not camping, you know, I think of, okay, well, it's that date night, right, where Christy and I go out and the kids are going to eat pizza and we're going to go enjoy our own time where we don't have to be adults. You know, we don't, you know, and it's not to say we're not going to be responsible. You know, we'll still be responsible. But, yeah, it's it, it, it does become tiring. You know, you, you could only yell so much. You could only... <laughs> You, you, you know, as as we're having this conversation, I'm I'm trying to think of a time when I, you know, was in a similar situation. I was like, I can't really come up with one. And I was like, it dawned on me, oh my God, Mike, just this morning, just this morning, I always get up really early, like six at max, because nobody's up. And I can go down, I can have like a cup of joe, I can like read a little bit, it's nice and quiet, I can like think, and it's like my own little, my own little private time. But our son gets up real early sometimes too. And this morning he got up too early, like so early that he was encroaching on my time. This is my time. And immediately I became like, you know, like a kid over some stupid thing, you know, like a child, like not a good kid, but a bratty little child. And as he came down, I'm like, what are you doing up? You know, <laughs> and it's so stupid that, that uh, you'd protect these moments where you don't have to be, you know, yeah, I know. I protect these moments when I don't have to be on. You yeah. know. Well, it's the same thing. You know, even if you don't have kids, I think it's the same thing at work, right? Like for me, being, it's these playing roles, right? I'm playing the role of the parent, playing the role of the boss. You know, when is the role of maybe playing the kid? And I do that a lot. Like Joe said earlier, like sometimes Bob, you're like the the big kid, and uh, I feel that way sometimes. That, you know, I can just have a good time and 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 be a kid with the kids. And still be responsible at the same time to say, okay, we're not going to cross that line there. But, uh, yeah, it, it's tough to, to to not have those moments where you can just kick back and relax and and just, I guess, be be Mike, be Joe, be Bob. Yeah. Yeah, as I'm, I'm listening, I'm thinking, so what is that? What is that? Because on the one hand, I really like, I like being responsible. I like knowing things, knowing what to do, how to do it, that kind of stuff. Mm. But there are days when I think, oh, gee, if I could just be me. And again, that what does it mean to be me without all that? Because all that is part of me. That's a big piece of me. But if without that, I can have this other place, like you're describing, Mike, where I'm by myself, doing my own thing, having no responsibilities, that's kind of a neat place to be as well. So I feel like there's a tug of war constantly going on that, um, you know, that old, I don't want to grow up. I want to, you know, Peter Pan kind of thing. You know, I want to be a kid. I want to play and stuff. But then there's this other piece that I remember being young and wanting to be older and having those responsibilities and being the person, you know, the adult, being able to do things. It's funny how those shift back and forth. I think uh, probably mm-hmm. it'll go on forever. I mean, one of those things where there, there are days I'll take the responsibility, there are days that I wish I didn't have it. And somewhere, if I put that big picture together, that's who I really am as opposed to one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I and, and I and I think that you know, like with everything, you know, there there's uh, you take the good with the bad, and those are uh, unbelievably general terms to be applied here. You know, where like, well, yeah, you have a responsibilities. You have to, you know, 
have a job and that's but there's a tremendous amount of freedom right i can kind of do whatever i want anytime i want as an adult right nobody tells me what to do you know i make my own my own way you know kid you don't you don't have that you know Uh, so that burden of being an adult sort of quickly goes away when you look at the flip side and be like well i could if i really wanted to i could i could go out right now and buy a brand new huge TV, and no one could tell me no. If I get pulled over and a cop gives me a ticket, do you know how I have to tell? No one. I can be like, yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> well, we're we're not the right, uh, you know, group to ask this question. So maybe it's a question for the listeners of that, you know, or we go back to, you know, that that kid that you went to college with that never graduated, that never got married, that still lives with his parents, like. If that person's out there and listening, they could probably say, you know, no, this responsibility stuff, guys, it doesn't exist. Because for me, if I have to think back to when did I become responsible, it was when when I got married, right? It was like when it was even before I got kids. It was you have a car payment or you have a house payment. So when I when I bought the house, the first house that we owned, that's when it was like, okay, now I have I've got to cut the law. What? There's a homeowners association. I have to paint my mailbox. You know, all these things come into play, and then it's just the trickle down effect of, of responsibility. But maybe if I never owned these things, could I could I just say, well, no, I'm going to push off responsibility till I'm 30, maybe till I'm 40. But I do find that the older you get, and as the kids get older, I I can kind of ease up a little bit. I can be like, eh. <laughs> I can do the things that Mike just mentioned, you know, throw the big TV in the back of the car. Like, that doesn't seem like the responsible parenting thing to do. But, yeah, I mean, because people do it, right? When they hit, like, 40 or 50, they're like, oh, I need this new, shiny new sports car. You know, Christy, I've never <laughs> driven a Harley Davidson before, but now that I'm 50, I think it's a great time to, <laughs> to hit out on the highway and join a motorcycle. That's, a li- that's hitting a little close to home, Bob, if you, if you don't mind me saying. It hits me a little... Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it? I remember uh, uh, our um, you know, mutual friend of ours and the person that does all our design for our podcast artwork, Becky, was up in uh, Harrisburg. And, um, you know, Mike had joined us for a drink. And she came out in the parking lot and said, he drives that? <laughs> and she's like, I just never expected that. Mike Travisano drives that. <laughs> Don't want to share it's funny (laughs) so i think we're probably time to wrap up but i I just had a thought as you were saying this bob that maybe this is this is the truth for me you know it's like maybe it's a little thought but it's it's giant in terms of i think you become responsible when someone else gives up on you in the sense doesn't be responsible for it could be at a very young age i mean you hear about these kids that are two years old three years old they're on the street whatever like that and they take on the responsibility of themselves and whatever has to happen. They get food for their mom, whatever. They do all these great things. I think, and that idea of the kid living at home after college and stuff, as long as the parents are willing to play the role, then to Mike's point before the bonding pattern, it doesn't happen at any specific age. It happens at the moment when someone says, I'm not responsible for you anymore. I'm not paying the phone bill anymore. I'm not paying for your apartment, whatever. That's the moment of responsibility. And maybe that's a small thought that is not really accurate, but it feels to me like, you know, at whatever age it is, it could be 6, 12, 50, 80, you know, finally take on your own responsibilities. It happens when someone says, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. And up to that point, parents take care of their kids. Spouses may take care of each other. You know, a friend might take care of another friend. It's when you finally go, there's nobody else taking care of me. I got to step up and do it for myself. 
Mm. Yeah, for for me as a as a closing thought, I was thinking uh, responsibility as an adult. I think I am happy to accept you know because it's it's part of of living. I think a good life. Part for me that definition of living a good life is like doing good in the world and helping others to do good in the world, right? And and being a good father. <clears throat> you know, teaching the right kinds of things so that he's a good person. I think that's all part of it and really cool. The only time where it isn't cool is if I just have sort of some sort of responsibility that doesn't make any sense, that sort of, you know, just do as you're told. And I don't really have uh, a good reason for this adult perspective. You know what I mean? Or following some rule that doesn't make sense. Those kinds of things, I think, are a burden of an adult that I'm not going to accept, you know. But if it has to do with being good in the world, doing some good in the world, then I'll accept it and move on. I feel better about this now. I, I think the, you know, the camping, the woods, I mean, that's the perfect experience. It's kind of the metaphor for life to, to slow down that, you know, I don't have to be, I, I think some of this burden of responsibility is, is a burden that I put on my own shoulders. So I, I, I think you're right that if maybe I back off a little bit, the right thing will happen, you know, Everybody accepts responsibility in their own way. Even, even like you said, Joe, a, a three-year-old or a six-year-old, it's like those moments where, yeah, I turn my head. You, they use insect repellent to start a fire, but you know, if I wasn't there, and luckily in this case, things worked out, right? Right. <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> there. You go. Let's all be responsible, but uh, let's uh, do it with a healthy, healthy dose of responsibility, but also have fun at the same time. 